I'm Reverend J. Stuart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. I'd like to talk today about one of the great miracle stories in the Bible that comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. And it talks about Jesus feeding the 5,000. If you never heard the scripture, it reads in this way. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him. He said, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> now, we, we, I just read the selected portion of scripture that comes from this very familiar story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Now, when we read the entire story, we gain a greater insight into the lived experience of the people during that time period. We come to know that many people were coming from all over the region in preparation for a great festival. And everybody loves a great festival. We also know that many people had heard all about the good things Jesus was doing, like healing the sick and giving sight to the blind and raising the dead and even turning water into wine. So with all these people coming into town, thousands of them looking for Jesus, the Bible tells us that Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him. And then he turns to Philip and says, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? Now, the majority of people at that time were very poor and hungry all the time. Jesus knew that these people would be hungry, so he asked his disciples, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? I must remind us in this moment to not forget about what we call the omniscience of God. God is all-knowing. So when Jesus asks a question, it's not because he doesn't know the answer. Jesus is about to engage in a challenging teaching moment for the disciples, for everyone in attendance, and for us today who ponder the powerful truths in this story. And we know that Philip answered Jesus and said, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. So Philip was more or less saying, I don't know, Jesus, there's a lot of people here. And in order for them to get one bite of bread, we would have to work for six months in order to have enough money to buy bread for thousands of people. So the disciples of Jesus were resigned to the fact that they would be unable to meet the needs of this hungry crowd. They were paralyzed when it came to offering a solution to the question presented by Jesus. But the Bible says that 
Jesus asked them this only to test them, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. But then, another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up and said, Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? So suddenly, as we read this story, we're introduced to another person, a young boy. He had also heard about Jesus and was there to see for himself if all that he heard about Jesus was true. He was there to enjoy the excitement of the festivals. I can imagine that he got up early in the morning and his mother made him a lunch for him to take with him. She prepared his food. She wrapped it up and put it in something. When I say something, uh, let us be reminded that there was no Tupperware, no sandwich bags, no aluminum foil, no fancy packaging. It was probably wrapped up in a cloth in this homemade lunch box for him to be able to carry his lunch with him. So he carried what his mother gave him. And he goes out to enjoy the festival. And when he gets there, this boy finds himself in the midst of over 5,000 people. The young boy found his way to the front of the crowd, close to Jesus and his disciples. Now, as he stood close to Jesus, even this young boy recognized that the disciples were overwhelmed with their inability to feed the crowd. He saw that they were good at recognizing problems, but they were unable to do anything about it when it came to offering solutions. I guess that's a good moment to pause with a little side note for the people in the church, if you recognize a problem in the church, besides raising the problem, try to go in prayer and, and, and offer a solution. But unlike the disciples who were paralyzed, the little boy took what he was carrying. He took what his mother gave him and offered it to Jesus. The little boy was also aware of the problem, but he wanted to be part of the solution. So he took what was in his hands and he gave it to Jesus. There's no doubt that it was a small offering, but his heart was in the right place. And in the hands of Jesus, this small offering was transformed into a meal that would satisfy the hunger of thousands. Jesus said, have the people to sit down. The Bible tells us that there was plenty of grass and they sat down, about 5,000 men were there. And this number of 5,000 is not including the women and children. So there were many more than 5,000. The Bible says that Jesus then took the loaves and he gave thanks and distributed to those who were seated 
as much as they wanted. And he did the same with the fish. It was a small offering. But again, the young boy's heart was in the right place. And in the hands of Jesus, this small offering was transformed into a meal that satisfied the hunger of thousands. So a relevant question for us today is what are we carrying? What do we have that can be offered to Jesus? Well, we know that we are all gifted by God in some way. In Romans chapter 12, verses 6 and 8 to 8, it says that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If, if it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Now this list of gifts is not exhaustive. It doesn't include all of the God-given gifts. Maybe you are gifted with compassion, with gentleness, with wisdom, with hospitality, with charity. So what do we learn from this boy? This young boy was courageous. He was compassionate. Yes, he was brave. He had the holy desire to help. He was willing to help. And he had a participatory role in this great miracle story. In this story, we see a young boy who selflessly offers his lunch of bread and fish. Despite its apparent insignificance compared to the size of the crowd, Jesus takes this meager offering and transforms it into that meal that satisfies the hunger of thousands. What I walk away from this is that Jesus teaches us that no matter how small or seemingly insignificant our contributions may be, when placed in the hands of Jesus, our gifts can yield incredible results. Jesus took what seemed to be insufficient, and then he thanked God for it in prayer and provided more than enough for everyone that was present. So don't let, we should not let our lack of resources limit what God can do or our perceived lack of resources. We should offer prayers of thanksgiving for what we have what we have in our hands, even when it seems like not enough. 
you know, looking back at the story, when Jesus asked where they could buy bread for the crowd, he didn't ask how much it would cost. He was simply asking them where it would come from. Where can we get it? Knowing that the getting, the provision would come from God. So this story of Jesus feeding the 5,000 with a young boy's lunch speaks directly to our lives today. It challenges us, teaches us, and reminds us to trust in God's provision and to trust his transformative power and to offer that which we have been gifted with, to offer that which we are carrying in our hands, that we are carrying within us. The story reminds us to be compassionate, brave, and willing to make a sacrifice for the needs of people. It also teaches us today, today, in the here and now, that we also may have a participatory role when it comes to God miraculously meeting the needs of people. So my prayer today is that we embrace these lessons and carry them into our daily lives, always being mindful of serving others and having the courage to use our God-given gifts, what we have in our hands for the betterment of humanity. I'm Reverend J. Stewart Glover. You have been listening to Faith Talk. I would encourage you to visit the website at www.reverendjstuartglover.com and there you can sign up as a recipient of our mailing list. You can reach out to me directly by email on this website. You can even leave me a voicemail. I thank you for listening and joining those globally who are listening to these inspired messages. Thank you. God bless you. Amen.